All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. All right, gang, I'm not going to lie. I was going to hit on the Simone Biles topic. I I thought it was uh, worthy of attention. Uh, An athlete who decided to look after their own mental or physical health, and she tapped out, right? I was going to go on, you know, the tangent with, you know, we're human too. We're, We're more than just what you see on TV. We're more than, you know, gymnastics spandex or someone under a helmet or carrying a bat. It was going to be a nice, cheery discussion, but you guys know better because I saw some shit as I'm opening up my laptop and I'm just going to be honest, fuck everybody. And by every, again, there there are two examples I'm going to hit and gang, I'm not going to lie. It has pissed me the fuck off. So if you're not aware, Simone Biles tapped out, right? And the first thing I saw was injury. Well, that was wrong. Long story short, she tapped out for her mental health, right? The the pressure of being Simone Biles, you're on every cereal box, commercial. There's pressure. There is, right? That that little girl, yes, I said little girl, go fuck yourself. I'm almost 50. That little girl has been the standard of gymnastics uh, excellence. Again, I saw the Olympic trials. I saw that child fucking do 29,000 flips in the air, 17 fucking tucks and twists, and she landed like she had simply fallen off of a chair. She, I mean, Her legs didn't even buckle. That girl is absolutely fucking amazing. In three Olympics from now, we will still be saying, who's going to be the next Simone Biles? Gang, there's pressure that comes along with it. And again, I, I did not enjoy a fraction of the celebrity that Simone Biles uh, does and did, but I had my fair share. And yeah, there are times where all you want to do is sit in a restaurant and eat, right? And again, nowhere near, nowhere near. I I am not qualified to hold that woman's fucking athletic socks. She, She had one million times more celebrity than I ever had. But yeah, there are times where you just want to sit you just want to fucking sit and someone will come up to you and be like, hey, you, you made the tackle in the Oklahoma game. And you're like, yeah. And you smile and you're gracious. Right? And I've got more examples on my own personal shit. But Simone, again, and that is a national fucking headliner, Jack. She can't go to a public bathroom without, you know, people wanting her autograph. Would you tell my daughter your story so she can be motivated? It's hard work. It is more than running laps. It is more than practicing your routine, right? And and it got to her. And you know what? I say way to go, kid. Absolutely way to go. Because, again, when Simone or anybody, you know, let there be a compound fracture. I saw a quick video. Ah, fuck me. My brain just farted. Uh, Dominique Marson, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. But I remember watching her compete, right? It wasn't the late 80s, early 90s, she had a tip fracture, right? And that affected her uh, beam routine. That little girl did a fucking backflip, Jack, and landed on her head, 
on the beam, right? And again, it, it makes for a great story, right? And, you, and some of the coaches will use that as, you know, motivation for the next group. But when you move on to another athlete, she still has to live with those injuries. I still have to live with those injuries. Simone Biles still has to live with everything she's done to her body. So long story short, Simone said, it's Simone time, bitch. And she tapped out for her own mental health. We should be applauding her. And before I jump on these two sacks of shit who haven't seen their own fucking toes since 1977, you fat sacks of shit. Again, the athletic standard game is no matter what, no matter what you play, that's just that's the way you're raised in these games. Football has it. Clearly, gymnastics has it. Again, I'm probably talking to a bunch of people who don't uh, watch football as much as I do. But for those that do, here's a reminder. For those that don't, here's a story. Brett Favre's dad, the quarterback for the then Green Bay Packers. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. Brett Favre's father was sick. Brett Favre's father died. And if I'm not mistaken, it was either a Sunday night or that Monday morning. Brett Favre, if I'm not mistaken, played the Raiders that day. It was a Monday night football game. It wasn't even a question. Brett Favre went out there and played. And gang, just thinking about it, I still get goosebumps. That was the greatest game I have ever seen. I'm not, there's no exaggeration. Brett Favre threw for like 27 miles, 52 million touchdowns. It was the most inspirational shit you'd ever seen. And that was well within Brett Favre's Fuck Brett game. What game? Was that the University of Houston game I played in? Van Malone. Van Malone to this day, if you were to make me make a list of the top 10 most athletic people I've ever seen, Van is on the top three. You've never seen anything like Van was fast. Van was strong. Van could cut on a fucking dime, right? And you sit there and you see Van changing out of his game clothes. And you're like, hey, who, who led in the fucking anatomy chart? He literally had like 2% body fat. That, that guy's body was made to play football. And I remember a handful of things. I'm a senior trying not to get choked up. Van lived across the hall from me. I was there when Van got the word that his father passed away. Gang. His girlfriend, Nidra, came up from Southwest Texas to be with Van. I'm sitting in my dorm room. Across the hall was Van Malone. Not only did I hear that man cry, I heard him scream in emotional pain. That was a Wednesday or a Thursday. Where's Buddy? Buddy's moving around. Q-tip, where are you going? That Friday was a walkthrough because we played games on Saturday, college football. Van, as we were on the south side, the south end zone, Van was walking alone in the north end zone. Didn't say two words to anybody. He went through the walkthrough. We went to the hotel that night. Nothing. Kickoff. Nothing. Gang, I saw football playing Jesus. I've never, honestly and truly, I, I, there were several times, again, gang, I was one of the fastest Texas Longhorns on the team. I was. It was hard to walk me down. 
I'm sitting there literally two steps away from making a tackle and out of nowhere, bam, you would just see number eight, this burnt orange jersey full of anger. We literally had to carry that boy off the fucking field. It was literally the most inspirational thing I had seen live athletically. It's just a known fact that that, that you're going to play, that you're going to be there for your team. That was Van's choice. And again, I'm inspired just thinking about it. But then there's a flip side to it because you should be able to tap out if you need to tap out. And I'm trying to remember the name of the baseball player, but his wife gave birth to their firstborn kid. And you know what he said to his team? Peace, niggas, two fingers. I'm out. I'm not going to miss the birth of my firstborn kid. We should say, hey, man, hell yeah, of course you're both. He was raked over the fucking coals by the press. How dare you leave your team? Right? So, again, I'm pointing all this out before I bash these two sacks of shit to kind of lay the groundwork on what is the athletic standard. It doesn't matter. Gang, I played with dislocated body parts, broken body parts, concussions. You name it, we have all played with it. It's just a standard. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you that's the standard. And now Buddy wants to get in my lap. Hold on, Buddy. Shit. Come here. Hold on. Let me get the Q-tip. Okay. Buddy secured. But, again, I'm laying that out just to let you guys know that's the fucking standard. No matter what. It's going on in your head, your heart, your body. It does not matter. You play. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you that's the way it is. Now, Again, Simone Biles made a choice that was best for Simone Biles. And the first fucker up is Piers Morgan. Have y'all seen Piers Morgan without a fucking shirt? Let me tell you something, Jack. Before you critique an athlete, make sure you are an athlete your fucking self. And I saw some fucking tweet about how she walked out on her team and how dare we call that brave. Hey, fuckface. Isn't there a stage you need to uh, go and walk away from? You remember that, Piers? Yeah, when your monkey ass was trying to defend the people bashing Meghan Markles, and you had two black people tell you about the black experience and how you need to shut the fuck up, but you kept running off at the mouth, right? You had two black people telling you what it's like to be black and that you aren't qualified to say what you're saying, and your monkey ass stormed off the fucking stage. And you weren't alone. You were part of a team, fuckface. But again, you were the last person that needs to talk about fucking Simone Biles. Again, that woman made a choice that was best. Or let me move my mic. But he's in the way. Hashtag episode mood killer. Simone Biles made a choice that was best for Simone Biles. Now, again, she sat her ass on the bench, and she cheered just as hard as she competed. Why don't we ask our teammates, peers, right? Something tells me they were okay with it, and they loved the fact that their leader took a knee. She needed to take the time for her own health, but she stayed on the sidelines to cheer on her team, which is exactly what a leader is supposed to do. But again, your monkey ass wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Pierce? Huh? What should be your mind, Jack? When was the last time you ran a lap? Eat a salad lately? Again, I love it how the people who are the least athletic motherfuckers on the planet are the ones critiquing one of the finest athletes of our time. 
You, yeah, you get to have your opinion, and I also get to trash the shit out of you for it. Again, you sat there, and you, you criticized Simone Biles for taking time to take care of Simone Biles, saying that she wasn't a team member while you're sitting there part of a television crew, and your fat ass, I'm sorry, you didn't walk off, you waddled off. I saw the slime trail of fucking cream gravy coming out of your pant pocket. Right? Give me a break. Again, if you're going to sit here and critique one of the greatest athletes yourself, you'd better come close. Otherwise, someone like me is going to drag your fat ass through the mud. Next fucker up is Matt Walsh. Y'all have heard me bash that asshole before. He's connected to Ben Fuckface, Tiny Hands. I've never seen a wet-ass P-word, Spiro. He got up there, and it was a very... Passive-aggressive tweet, which you would expect for someone whose balls haven't dropped, even though he has the ability to grow a full beard, right? And he said something along the lines of, you know, MJ taps out of Game 7 for mental health issues. Again, athletes are more than what you see on a fucking TV screen, right? Cut us, we will bleed. And again, I love it how we're held to this incredibly high standard, except when we fuck up. And then, you know, y'all have no problems trashing the shit out of us, right? We're just like you guys. If I eat five enchiladas tonight, when, when, before I go to bed, I'm going to lay turds so tremendous, there's going to be a mushroom cloud over my house, right? Slap me, I'm going to hurt. If I bury a loved one, I'm going to cry. I've, or, I've openly talked about my mental health issues, struggles, and triumphs on social media. The only difference between us and y'all is that we're athletic as shit, right? I have a small waist and broad shoulders. That, that's really the only fucking difference, right? So when someone needs to take a mental health day, be it someone that you see play basketball, run track, make tackles, do flips, or your monkey ass Matt Walsh, you should be able to fucking take it. But again, keep Simone Biles' name out of your dirty mouth. Right Again, Matt Walsh has the robust physique of a fucking lunch lady. And I'm sure he was a stud at whatever 2A high school he went to playing wide receiver on a team that runs the wishbone. Some of y'all didn't catch that because you don't know football. In other words, wishbone teams don't throw the fucking football. Wide receivers catch it. You'll catch on. But again, if you're going to critique one of the greatest athletes of our time. Jack, you would better be somewhere near, somewhere near her capabilities. Because otherwise, you just sound like a fucking asshole. Again, that child took time to make sure she was right. And again, the athletic standard, hold on, you know what time it is. Shit, hold on. Gin and truth, let's go. God damn. Mm. I'm a little sad and a little mad, so my voice a little fucked up. <clears throat> but again, Simone took time to make sure that Simone was right. And again, she's nothing more than a bubblegum card to some of these assholes, right? And when she crashes and burns, there'll just be another one. She won't, they won't give two shits. But Simone still has to go on being fucking Simone. So I applaud her. As a former professional athlete and someone who lives with mental issues, you need to take time for yourself. And again, if it was someone else, 
and would almost be willing to not go on attack. But when these idiots, again, Piers Morgan has a resting heart rate of 70,000 beats a minute. His BMI is probably still being calculated by fucking NASA. We have to measure his waistline with fucking yardsticks. And his monkey ass is sitting here critiquing Simone Biles. Again, Matt Walsh is the last person who needs to offer. Aren't you supposed to be boycotting athletics anyway? Don't they hate America? Right? You shouldn't be watching. But like the rest of your fucking cohorts, you are. So again, shut the fuck up. Again, I was just going to sit here and be pro-Simone. Now, I saw these two assholes. So, you know, Uncle Bobby has to bring the fucking hammer down. We're going to move on to another topic. But before we do, hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Gang, this one's going to be a minute steak. I I saw that, you know, when I say minute steak, it's going to be 25 minutes. But I saw the idiots on Fox. And I was YouTubing, you know how I get down. And I can't lie, they pulled a page out of the 1985 playbook. They started talking about pot, the Mary Jane, the 420, the stickiest of the icky, weed, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the dank. And gang, they pulled the bullshit out that, you know, again, if you're my age, you remember, right? It was a gateway drug. Gang, I still know people who call marijuana a gateway drug, right? And and that's in those DARE programs, uh, drug, what is it? Drug, alcohol, resistance, education. There was no education. They just came in and scared the shit out of you, right? Smoke one joint and you too will be beating up old ladies behind 7-Eleven convenience stores to get a dollar out of their purse so you can go score some meth. And that's exactly how it doesn't work, right? And again, then they may, and they also did this kind of us versus them. That if you, you know, if you don't smoke weed, you're some fuddy duddy. Then it is like, okay, what well, if you don't smoke weed, you don't smoke weed. I speak for every person who enjoys marijuana. We don't give a shit. I'm not calling you a fuddy duddy because you don't smoke marijuana. I'm just not going to offer you a puff puff pass. Right? My gummies, they belong to me. You, you get none. Right? As far as I'm concerned, yay, that's just more for me and everyone who partakes. But of course, they've got to pull this bullshit, us versus them. When they get the only one stoking up fire, well, other than us who smoke, is them. I don't dislike you because you don't smoke. I don't care that you don't. I don't care. I do not care. All three of those morons, Ducey and the other dude and the fucking blonde in the middle. If you guys got fired tonight, I would never notice. I I would if you moved to Siberia. I just don't care. But then they went on gang and said that pot equals violence. And then they found some police chief who just started talking out of the side of his neck Offered no stats, offered no studies to back his claim, but basically if you smoke weed, you're going to be more violent. Gang, I don't know what kind of weed they're smoking, but that's exactly what weed does not do. Again, ask my boy, right? Let his monkey ass give me two gummies. I'm not going to say shit for the rest of the afternoon. I barely, I was like, oh, I got to piss. Is it worth it? I mean, he does have a nice couch. 
I don't want to sustain it. I wonder how much some shout out costs. Okay, maybe I'll take a piss. That's about it. That's really about it. I remember we got stoned as shit. And I remember posting a picture on Twitter, right? Stoned at the Stones concert, right? We got high. Then we went and saw the Rolling Stones. It was fucking fantastic. I was so high, I couldn't get out of my fucking chair, right? It was fucking fantastic. I saw Mick Jagger in skin-tight black leather pants. This fucker was wearing a bare midriff. Mick Jagger is 713 years old, and he's got abs. And that fucker didn't sit down the entire time. You would think I'd be out of my seat dancing with fucking, uh, what's that song? God damn it. Something, Symphony for the Devil song. I'm tired. Fuck it. I should be up singing to that. And I couldn't. I was too high. Right? And so, again, these claims that they're still pulling out of, again, a 1985 playbook that marijuana is this gateway drug. That if and now apparently if you smoke pot, you're gonna go out and you're just gonna start beating the shit out of people. Gang, I smoke pot so I don't beat the shit out of people. Right? And again, oh, what else did that asshole say? Oh, uh, it leads to schizophrenia, and there was another mental disorder. Again, offering no stats, offering no studies. There was no reference point to any of this shit. But this is how again. What have I been saying for three seasons of this fucking show? We aren't having the same conversations. We're, we're not. The weed users, oh, and they were talking about how weed is becoming more legal, you know, in all these different states. And, you know, I guess the people who don't smoke are going to kind of this, again, victim class. No, you're not. Legalizing weed doesn't mean you have to partake. It means that, one, you're going to get a better quality product. That's just the bottom line. If you think I'm bullshitting, look up prohibition. Right? Go look at the economies in the states that have legalized weed across the board. Right? Texas, imagine what we could do. My dad does not smoke. My dad isn't necessarily anti-weed, but my dad is a rule follower. And his bottom line is it's illegal, period. That's it. But even my dad is like, imagine what could happen if you were to legalize it, regulate it, and tax it. Imagine the income increase that the state of Texas would have if we would stop bullshitting and legalize the Mary Jane. But again, we're not having the same conversations, right? And again, I'm not even going to go down that road, right, about again, what, what do you always hear? Well, it's less dangerous than alcohol. I'm not even trying to make those comparisons. Just fucking legalize weed, right? And another one that the pro-marijuana people, myself included, I wish we'd stop using is it can't be harmful. It comes from the ground. Uh, have you ever heard of this thing called poison ivy, right? Again, it's kind of like what Coach Sullivan said, right? If the best thing Texas can say about Texas is that Baylor sucks, don't go to Texas, Right, You should be able to pump your own product without bashing someone else. I don't use marijuana because it's less harmful than uh, alcohol. I don't use marijuana because I fucking love it, Jack. Right, I, I'm not afraid of it because it comes out of the ground. There's a lot of shit that comes out of the ground that's bad for you. I, it, that's not the reason why I do it. It slows my brain down. And plus, I just like getting fucking high. On vacation, I get super high. 
The only thing stopping me from getting super high is that I got to work a full day tomorrow. But I, yeah, again, so I mean, this is just another bullshit stumbling block on why we, all 50 states, aren't legalized across the board. Again, this is Fox, gang. This isn't your public access news channel. How many people just watched those three fucking morons spread, again, 1985 level education? Actually, are you guys aware why we had that bullshit initiative? Do you guys know that the shit was racially based? Seriously. That was in the Reagan era. You know, the greatest Republican president ever. The guy who coined the uh, uh, term welfare queen. Having X amount of marijuana was a fucking felony. What happens to felons when they get out of jail game? They can't vote. Who's more likely to get arrested for having a little bit of the sticky icky? Browns and blacks. That, that whole bullshit was actually racially based. So again, when you can come with some studies, some controls that shows that marijuana is the worst thing on the planet, then maybe I'll listen. Until then, you're just talking shit. So again, seriously, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Big time. But gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark, kind of. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Black. All right. Yeah, we're going to keep Anger Fest going. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, I thought about being nice after uh, during the break. Fuck it. I'm just going to ride this thing until tomorrow. Gang, I'm not even going to bother to say this fucker's name. Right? It's a Republican representative. And I sat there and I watched this idiot, this fucking intellectual troglodyte, literally blame January the 6th on Nancy Pelosi. That, that, that's it. That's it. That, that may be the end of part two, right? Gin and truth, yeah. I, I don't know where to go from that. Gang, that's not distraction. That, that, that's, that, that's not even post hoc ergo prop to heart. After this, therefore, because of this. That's just stupid. Uh, again, how many more unrelated? When, when are these assholes going to finally admit? How many more layers? Of this rotten onion has to be peeled back. How many more excuses before they finally say Donald fucking Trump is responsible for the fucking insurrection? How did Nancy Pelosi's name ever be getting a mix? Because this fucking moron said something along the lines of she was in control of the Capitol Police. They didn't do their jobs. Shut the fuck up. I'm not even going to bother. To report the whole story. I'm not even going to bother to listen to what this asshole has to say. Right? Again, I I will listen to what she has to say about how Nancy Pelosi is responsible for the insurrection right after I debate the third grader on the logical fucking uh, 
abilities of Nanny Nanny Boo Boo stick your head in doo doo. Right? Y'all remember uh, the whole Ray Comfort versus uh, Richard Dawkins bullshit? Ray kept calling him out, right? And Richard, just, he wouldn't even respond to the tweets, that nothing, nothing. And Ray was eating that shit up. Hold on, where's Buddy? Buddy, what are you doing? This motherfucker. And Richard wouldn't, he wouldn't respond. He wouldn't say shit. He wasn't trying to hear about it, right? And again, Ray was eating that shit up. Richard Dawkins is afraid of me, so on and so forth. And then finally, Richard Dawkins addressed why he wasn't even talking about Ray Comfort. Again, Ray Comfort, excuse me, Ray Comfort is the guy who thinks that the banana is irrefutable evidence of the Christian God. Now, again, if you're following me, you, you, you know, some of you are like, really? Look it up. Seriously. This is a man who thinks a six-inch piece of fruit is evidence for their Christian God. I'm not making this up. And so finally, they were like, oh, Richard, he, you've been avoiding this. He's like, I'm not avoiding him. Right? Well, he's called you out. It's like, I don't care. It's like, Richard, why, why is it that you won't debate uh, Ray Comfort? You know what he said? I'm busy. Right again, and he's absolutely right. You just get to a point to where you give stupid people a stage. My point is that's why I'm not even bothering to remember this asshole's name or the exact reason why she thinks Nancy Pelosi is fucking responsible for January the sixth. Again, it's just another feeble attempt to get the focus off of Donald Trump. But again, how much more useless shit can the Republicans throw against the wall? Right? I, I miss my best friend, therefore January the 6th. Right? I, I've got a really bad limp, therefore January the 6th. Right? Texas is really hot, therefore January the 6th. Again, that, that makes no sense. Again, it's not even a distraction. It's just fucking stupid. How many more things can these assholes put forward before they finally admit that Donald Trump is responsible for the insurrection. Donald Trump is responsible for the hate that's part of this country's fiber right now. Right? Again, it's and it's funny. No, it's not. No, it's not. Again, how, how people dressed in Trump gear, screaming that this is for Donald Trump, right? Saying all of Donald Trump's catchphrases, right? But some way, somehow, he's not responsible. How many minutes before the insurrection, right? We're going to march down Pennsylvania Avenue. I'll be right there. I've told you all this before, but some way, somehow it's Nancy Pelosi's fault. Again, I just had to throw that one in there. That's not even a distraction. That's just talking bullshit, right? 48 hours ago was trash day on my street. Therefore, January the 6th, right? I have one testicle. Therefore, January the 6th, right? I don't wear jewelry. Therefore, January. Again, how much more useless shit before at least half of this country finally admits that maybe, just maybe, Donald Trump may have played a small part in January the 6th. Now, gang, I saved the best for last. Y'all have heard me bash this fucker before. 
And I don't care how mad or sad I am. We're going to follow tradition on this fucking show. So hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. Fuck face Greg Abbott. Let me say that asshole's name one more fucking time. Fuckface Greg Abbott. Gang, I and like I said before, I I I I do not understand the governor of Texas. He did not start out this way. Again, it, it, your politics I can disagree with and still not think you're an asshole. We may just have a different way to get to the same place. But his decisions here in the last year plus, they're not about politics. It's like, dude, you have got to be fueled by some nefarious ambition or pure unadulterated hatred. Again, gang, just rewind the clock one fucking year. Again, in my very short life, I can honestly tell you, I've never seen America hate each other as much as we did this time last year. Republicans hated Democrats. Democrats hated Republicans. And together, we hated the fucking cops. Now, I know some of y'all are saying, oh, no, Robert, our Republicans. Oh, shut the fuck up. Do you not own a fucking TV? Did you not see the police fucking testifying about January the 6th? Yeah, funny how you fucking Republicans seem to love cops right up to the point you try to murder them. So, yeah, we all fucking hated each other. But you know what we all agreed on in Texas? The three-pronged triangle of hatred. Republicans, Democrats, and the police in the state of Texas all came together and agreed we need to take care of our dogs during the heat wave. And again, this legislation would have costed Texas nothing, zero, not a penny. So the typical Texas talking point of how are we going to pay for it wasn't applicable. It just wasn't, right? Those three sides sat down and they came up with a very comprehensive description on what is and is not appropriate for keeping your dog outside during the upcoming heat wave. All Greg Abbott had to do was go up to that fucking desk, scribble his Johnny Hancock down and be like, okay, but he didn't. He vetoed a bill that would do nothing but save dogs. What kind of dick do you have to be when Republicans, Democrats, and cops agree on something and your monkey ass says no? You know what he said? He said he didn't want to micromanage Texas. Now, this is the same guy who signed into law the single most draconian anti-abortion legislation the United States has ever seen. Now, does it 100% outlaw abortion? No. <laughs> but you have to get your abortion before the six-week mark, which is the overwhelming majority of women do not even know they are pregnant. So here's your timeline, ladies, here in the state of Texas. After you have sex, after he busts a nut, after he pumps you full of some baby batter. 
after he goes to the sink, washes his dick off, comes back, and before you finish the sentence of, what are you thinking about? That's it. That Your time has expired. That was your window to have a fucking abortion. And Greg Abbott, who doesn't want to micromanage Texas, literally has micromanaged every vagina in the state of Texas. So again, I just don't understand this dude. They're making it legal for anyone to own a gun. No background checks, no training, no nothing. If you got the cash check, you got the straps. I don't understand this guy. Again, this is either nefarious ambition. He's running for a bigger office. Maybe the vice president of Trump runs his orange ass in fucking 2024. Or he's just full of hate because none of these decisions make sense. But the reason why this fucker made the hit list today, gang, I just belched, hashtag unprofessional, is real simple. This asshole had an opportunity. Actually, did the exact opposite. Gang, the virus is real. I don't know how to tell you guys this. Coronavirus is real. The vaccine is also real. And you know what's more important? The effectiveness of wearing a fucking mask. That's real. Again, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Texas is opening up for business. It has been suggested by the CDC that children going back to school wear masks, and not just college kids, K through 12. Greg Abbott had the power to sign that into a mandate. He says he's not going to do it. Matter of fact, he's done the exact opposite, saying that you can't mandate that customers going into your place of business wear a mask, including schools. And again, I, I love the fucking hypocrisy. No, I don't. Again, the, again, the troops that, again, it's usually the Republicans, right? The troops that you claim to love so much, these fuckers fight in scuba gear. Did you know that? But you can't wear a mask for five minutes to walk into the fucking gas station to pay for your petrol. What the fuck's the matter with you? Right? You remember how gung-ho in America we all were? After 9-11, right? First responders were the most important people on the planet. Did you guys not see what the fucking fire department was wearing to carry people out of crumbling, burning rubble? Right? It was a little bit heavier than a four-inch piece of gauze over your fucking mouth. You love the first responders. You love the troops. But you can't wear a fucking piece of plastic over your face to protect them? And then, of course, we're so fucking here and there in this country. Y'all remember last year when first responders, doctors, nurses were the most important people on the planet, right? It, people would surprise nurses getting off the shift, doctors walking into the hospital, you know, with a round of applause. Then they would dub some fucking music. What is it? Bette Midler, right? Like, Did you ever know that you're my he? Shut the fuck up. That doctor that you idolized just nine months ago, yeah, she wore a fucking surgical mask for a 15-hour shift caring for people who don't believe that corona is real but are dying anyway. She wore it for 15 hours. You can't wear it for 15 minutes to go make groceries. Your hypocrisy is showing. And more hypocrisy, again, 
I heard Greg Abs say it. That everyone has a God-given right to life. That's why he signed that fucked up ass anti-abortion bill. But what did I tell you about Republican logic? They are pro-life right up until the time that life has two feet on the ground. Then they don't give a shit. They really don't give a fuck. Because when that life is like, yo, I can do some social assistance, right? Well, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> I, I'm 10, Greg. <laughs> I can't keep my underwear clean. We'll love it or leave it. Okay, you can't have it both ways. You had an opportunity, Greg Abbott, to show how pro-life you were. Again, it's a mask. It's a mask. I'm not even talking about getting COVID juice pumped in your body so that you don't get sick and die. Again, I'm talking about a mask. And then I actually heard an unscripted sip of Hendrix. My voice is grappling. I actually heard one of his little uh, cohorts. What was his fuck? Uh, Ron DeSantis. That guy can eat a bag of dicks too. Literally say... We are not, because he's not putting masks on uh, Florida school children. I heard that fucker literally say, we're not going to choke our children. It's a mask. And again, the hypocrisy is ridiculous. How many hours do kids go trick-or-treating in those fucked up ass plastic masks from Walmart? Right? How many unpronounceable chemical compounds went into that fucking mask that your kid is going to sweat in for five hours getting sugary sweets from fucking strangers with ingredients you can't pronounce, but all of a sudden, a medical mask? That's too much to ask. Not for my kid. Again, you have a chance to show that you are actually pro-life, Greg, and you dropped the ball. You didn't even drop the ball. You didn't even bother getting your monkey ass on the fucking field. It's like kind of like Matt Walsh and Piers Morgan. Again, Texas continues to show us their colors, Texans. Now I'm talking to you guys. I'm going to put this in the closing notes as well. How many times have I asked y'all since just last year? Have you had enough yet? Or are you sick of this shitty leadership? Again, all he had to do was give the nod and we could have Matt. Where I, I wear a mask. I do. I still do. And I'm going to continue. Because again, unlike the fucking idiots, Delta variant is real. Right? There are people with the vaccine coming down with fucking COVID. And even though I can, I may not uh, get sick from it, I can still carry it. Which means I can give it to someone else and they could fucking die. Again, I, I saw someone at work who was questioning why I was wearing a mask yesterday. And I straight up told this person because it's not an argument or a debate that I'm willing to get into. It just, this doesn't bother me. This is not a matter of it's an inconvenience. It literally does not bother me to wear a mask. But even if it did, I would gladly do it if it meant my next door neighbor's mama didn't die from a fucking cough. So again, he had a chance and he completely fucked that shit up. Right, I had no idea I had the strength to do this today. I'm going to go and cry after this. But gang, Uncle Bobby has given you a shit ton of problems. I really did today, didn't I? So in typical Uncle Bobby fashion, he's going to give you a lot of motherfucking solutions. You want athletic sacks of shit who are attacking Simone Biles for taking care of her mental health? Shut the fuck up. Athletes are people too. 
We have cares. We have concerns. We have worries. We have injuries. We also have mental health issues. Simone Biles did what was best for Simone Biles. To that, I say, bravo, Simone Biles. And again, if you're going to critique Simone Biles, you better make sure you are packing the fucking gear, Jack. Matt Walsh, after your testicles drop, after you get over six feet and 200 pounds, then you can speak up to the mic. What, 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 what's, your, what's your bench press? 175? Huh? My dick can curl that. Go grow a pair, then you can critique some bone biles. You are in no position to talk. Piers Morgan, you are part of a news anchor team. And because two black people put you in your place, you left your team. Right? So, and again, what is your BMI? Can you see your dick? Can you touch your toes? You cannot critique one of the greatest athletes of our time. So I'm going to recommend you shut the fuck up and leave athletics to the actual fucking athletes. Next one up, you fuckers who are still pulling out that 1985 playbook to talk shit about marijuana, shut the fuck up. I recommend you try some. I am right after this. I need it, <laughs> right? Again, this bullshit that marijuana is a gateway drug, that you're going to be mobbing old ladies, that you're now going to become some violent prick. No, no, no. <laughs> now I sound like Palpatine, don't I? No, no, you have lost. No, that's not the way it works. Let me tell you the worst thing that happens when you smoke weed. You sit on the couch and then your dogs look at you like you're fucking stupid. Like, hey, it's been 12 hours. Why can't we go for a walk? And then you sit and reach for the fucking leashes like you're a Jedi Knight. Wait for them to come across the room so you don't have to get up. Then you realize, oh, I'm not a Jedi Knight and the force doesn't actually exist. And then you just continue to disappoint your dogs because you're too high to walk around the block. That's it. That's the worst thing that happens when you get high. So again, don't listen to the assholes at Fox. Listen to a stoner. And again, I don't care if you don't smoke weed. Just like I don't care if you have any of this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. More for me. But quit lying about the effects of marijuana. Seriously. Again, gang, I'm not even going to bother to know this idiot's name. But to the fucking idiot who said Nancy Pelosi wasn't responsible for fucking January the 6th, shut the fuck up. Again, my Achilles tendons ruptured, therefore January the 6th, right? I don't like skinny girls, therefore January the 6th, right? Fucking, what do you want to say? Texas is a big state, therefore How many more useless layers of onion are you going to peel back before you fucks finally admit that your grand exalted leader is actually responsible for January the 6th. Again, that's not even a distractionary topic. That's just fucking stupid, right? I've got a podcast, therefore January the 6th. You see how that doesn't tie in? Just like Nancy Pelosi being responsible for January the 6th, Equally doesn't tie in. It's just a fucking stupid talking point. 
Greg, I've bashed your monkey ass so much, you need to be a guest on this fucking show. But Greg Abbott, for the 12th fucking time, shut the fuck up. Dude, you had a chance to do something. Not even great. You just had a chance to do something. Right? Nobody loses when you mandate this mask. This isn't about sheep. This isn't about governmental control. Right? And you know what it is, gang? You know what's going to have to happen? Because this is kind of Republicanism 101, isn't it? It's not actually real until it happens to them. Right? John McCain was vehemently anti-marriage equality. Hey, Dad, I'm a lesbian. I think I should vote for marriage equality. Right? Stem cell research for Alzheimer's. Right? What did the Reagans say? What did Nancy say? You can't play God. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. Ronald Reagan got it with Alzheimer's. What the fuck did she say next? Right? Let's posse up. <laughs> Let's get this. Stim- Give me a break. And I'm not wishing anything bad on Greg. I really ain't. But I'm wondering. Does Delta have to slap his monkey ass across the face before he says, let's do something? Again, it's really easy to gamble with someone else's life, isn't it, Greg? Right? Just like fucking the freeze in February. Why would you give two shits, Greg? Your life didn't get cut off, didn't they? Your paychecks kept hitting, didn't they? Your settlement checks kept hitting, didn't they? Ted Cruz, oh, his his lights went out. Thank God he got a fucking ticket to go to fucking Cancun. How is that fucker relevant? I have no idea. God, I can't stand that guy. But again, Greg, you had a chance to do something basic. And that is to say, let's wear, again, what don't we fucking mandate? You mandated women's vaginas. You cannot text and drive. You cannot drink and drive. There's mandates all over the fucking place. This one literally could save lives. And you won't be happy until Texas is a fucking wasteland. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth, let's go.
together.